Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Pump. Hey, Eric. So I had a Mandela effect moment uh, two days ago, and I never Googled to find out which was the correct way to say it. So I'm going to ask you, because I'm hoping you know. I was watching something, and a person kept saying all of the sudden. And my whole life, I've said all of a sudden. And now I'm questioning if I've been wrong for literally 42 years. Or this guy was just wrong. You are, wait for it. Jones, can I get a drum roll real quick? <laughs> Garbage uh, truck. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> sounds like every teenager who drives by my block. <laughs> They're crappy Nissan Sentras. Okay, the answer is <laughs> you are correct. It is all of a sudden. Oh, thank God. Whoever said all of the sudden is a jerk face. So after I saw that, I saw like two other interviews and two other people said all of the sudden. Once you start learning like proper grammar for some of th- some things, you realize how often people say things wrong. Um, we, our favorite one was always intents and purposes. Yeah. We literally named an EP for our band, Intense space and space purposes as a little dig at all the people that were saying intensive purposes and um the other one um that is a it's a it's a minor infraction but once you know the right way to say it you realize how many people say it wrong on like official websites and stuff too it's first come first served with a d at the end Mm -hmm. not first come first serve and so uh, that's wrong everywhere. But think about it. Like, you're the first to come, so you will be the first to be served. If it's first come, first serve, then it's like you're playing tennis. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm on the uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary website, and there's an article that says, it's all of a sudden, there's no the. That's the name of the article. Thank you, Merriam-Webster. And Pomp. <clears throat> and Pomp. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard somebody say that? Oh, all the time. This is the first time in my life, though. I've never heard this missaid before. Yeah. You want to hear a worse one that <laughs> a very smart person in my life who I'll name, I'll, I'll keep anonymous. <laughs> it's like, wow, he's going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to keep this gentleman anonymous, my brother, Tom. I'm going to say he's one of the smartest people I know on the planet. But for a long time, he used to say uh, mine as well instead of might as well. Wow. What? Yeah. Crazy, right? That's yeah. That's very crazy. Yeah, it's, I might as well. Like, I may also do that, so I might as well. So I knew a girl who used to say, what a tangled web, we oui, we," oui, as in like, yes, yes. In, in French. French. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, is, what is going on here? Uh, and I paused one day, and I was like, you know it's we weave, right? And she goes, what? I'm like, you weave a web. Oh. It's not we we. It's not half French. Oh, come on. And people wonder why China's overtaken us <laughs> and everything. You know which one always they get, study. <laughs> you know which one gets me written that I read all the time on like when I stupidly look at comments on like Instagram or YouTube, whatever. Should have, should, 
OF. Oh, instead should of should have. Oh, should of. Yeah. Drives me bananas. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. And then I always like air high five the guy underneath who just writes have. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, it's so good. You know where I see all of these? I'm newly on a Facebook like local neighborhood group chat. Not group chat, but it's like a group thing, right? And people post it all the time. And there's like is it like moms of Belmore, very similar, okay. right? And it's a uh, there's a lot of posts like asking for advice or like, hey, I need like my walkway redone. Do you know anybody? Some of these people that post in this thing, like they've, I mean, unless English is not their first language, but I'm pretty sure that Genus Galmato speaks English <laughs> as their first language. I love how you picked the most Italian name ever. Because it's like even on the Oceanside Moms group, it's this, I feel like that same woman's name is on every post. Yeah. Did you ever notice that teachers are the worst spellers of all? That drives me nuts. In every group of friends that I'm part of, the teachers are always the ones who say the like the most incorrect, improper grammar and spelling. And it scares me for the future of America. Um, I, not a well-learned person, I was not very good at English, but I know that it should have. I know it's, uh, you know, all of a sudden. So I thought for a second, I was like, it was a Berenstein Bears all over again. Yeah. And... I thought the world, like somebody flipped a script on me and I was like, damn it. It could have been. I mean, maybe it was always all of the sudden and now someone just messing with us. I wish you could actually feel the relief like inside my body right now that I've been correct. You look relieved. You look like you're someone who had like four days of constipation and you just like exited the bathroom victorious. And I know I could have simply Googled it on any device that I own, but like I let it build up to this moment. I respect that. I appreciate you um, sacrificing for, uh, you know, for the content value of the podcast. I know a lot of people would think like, oh, they, you know, like they planned that bit out, you know, but I honestly never looked at the correct answer. No. In the notes today, it just said um, intro question for pomp. And then it just said parentheses Mandela effect. And I was like, oh boy, I don't know where this is going. I'm glad I had the answer. I feel good about myself. And then I'm glad we actually... You know, fact checked it to make sure that your your reassuring me was correct. It was confirmed by a Miriam Webster, yeah. which I feel like is the be all end all. Yeah, they're the they're the top dog. Okay, so this is our first episode back after our live backyard show last week. That was so much fun. How cool is that? We need to do that. Like, I think we need to go on tour and like only play at listeners' backyards. So to everyone out there listening right now, just think to yourself, should I host the DFD podcast? And then answer yourself and say, hell yes, I should do that because it's going to be a lot of fun. And all I have to do is, you know, feed them. It's, it's really not that big of an ask. Yeah, we're low maintenance. And by the way, you don't have to like cook nice meals or anything, although we got pampered last week we with, did get a little spoiled we literally each got our own steak like we each got a steak think about that that's insane but you could feed us with you know jolly ranchers but we also easy. got bacon cheeseburgers hot dogs a salad and a homemade version of boar's head pasta salad with meats and cheeses in it and uh cannolis or something that looked like a cannoli i don't know what it was but it was a cannoli <laughs> Oh, and ice cream, Twix ice cream bars. Jones missed the Snickers and Twix ice cream bars. I did not. Oh, you were there for that? Yeah, I got a Twix. 
Yeah, Jones left early. He's, I retract my previous yeah. statement. <laughs> Jones left early. We ended up staying there at like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, we did one of those like lean back into like a dark backyard and just talk for hours. It was a lot of fun. Do you think we overstayed our welcome? I don't. Because like the podcast was probably done by like 9 p.m. And we, we left at like one thirty in the morning. Just uh, Jones left at like probably like 11, right? 11.30. Maybe like 15 minutes after the show was done. Yeah. And then um, uh, the our host, uh, Sean, his fiance came home and she hung out and we, me and Eric basically had a double date. in the backyard. She like wanted to go inside and we made her stay outside and hang out. She made the fatal mistake of asking me a question. She like didn't, she didn't want to go inside because she didn't want to hang out. She didn't want to like intrude, which is crazy, which like, is nuts. We like would not let her go inside. Like she she just like she just like very just small tuck. Like, so how did you guys get into podcasting? And I was like, Pop took the deepest of breaths. I was like, all right. And then gonna, three hours later, we went home. I'm like, you're going to want to sit down for this. You're going to want to sit down. And I, I even gave her a choose your own adventure. I'm like, do you want the, sh- the short version or the long version? Uh, she's like, ah, whatever you think. I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Sit down, get a seat, maybe freshen up your cocktail because uh, it's going to be a while. And I basically broke down an oral history of dinner for dessert, starting with Roco Radio all the way through. No, yeah, we went back to the meat pit. We even talked about like, oh, on the you know, the, on episode seven of Roco Radio, <laughs> we, you know, um, we realized that we talked too much over each other and blah blah blah. And she's like, oh, really, really interesting. Uh, I'm gonna go inside now. <laughs> <laughs> no, she definitely didn't. No, it was a good night. It was a good night. Great host, uh, Sean's the man. Um, but dead serious, like we want to do more road shows. So if you guys want to do that, I think what we should do also is maybe do one in my backyard and just invite all of our listeners and just have like a, a rager in my back. My back Izzy. I just called it a back Izzy. I feel I like my, why. I feel like I'm beyond rager years, but like I'll sip a, like a pina colada or something. Yeah. By rager, I mean, listen to yacht rock and sit around the table. Like, let's be honest. Wine coolers. Like, yeah, man. What's the best yacht rock song of all time? Uh, Ride like the wind by Christopher Cross. Wow, that's a that's a nice choice. That's a. I have to fist bump you for that because that was a fantastic answer and just right off the tongue. I was gonna say Summer Breeze, Seals and Crofts. Seals and Crofts. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's, one too. That's, that's top five for me. The second I hear that song, I I just think yacht rock. You know what I mean? It like personifies the uh, or epitomizes the the uh, the genre of yacht rock. I have a uh, I made a playlist um, on Spotify that I believe you follow. My Yacht Rock yeah. playlist? Of course It's I one do. of my most actual, my prized playlists. We, why don't we start making um, playlists and share them with the audience? Why we don't we do that? 100% we, do we that. We could create a Dinner for Dessert uh, Spotify. I think we actually have a Dinner for Dessert Spotify account that we don't use. Yeah, but it's like um, a crappy free one, and I don't know if we could... We can't swing it. Yeah. You know what's crazy is how... Um, we have zero budget for this podcast. Imagine if we had, um, you know, revenue. Yeah, we need a sponsor yeah. so we could get a, so we could pay fifteen bucks a month for Spotify Premium. And uh, you know what else we would get with with that money? Two chicks. I was gonna say it. <laughs> you know what's crazy is we're on their platform. Why can't we get it for free? <laughs> right. We provide them content, and we have to pay to be on it. Oh, that's a good point. Is Tracy Chapman fast car considered yacht rock? No, I, w- I would say no. It's no, like folk maybe. Okay, continue. not folk. Continue uh, your conversation. Indie, indie, indie folk. It's not like slick enough. Like there's no like chorus on the guitars and 
reverb on the drums. Yeah, Yacht Rock is okay, basically fair enough. Yacht Rock is basically a rebranding of you know Light Rock. You know, like oh, I know. I was just it's, that's it's close though. It's not like it's far off. It's like one hundred six point seven Light FM is Yacht Rock. Tracy Chapman is more. The crazy thing about Tracy Chapman's uh, Fast Car is it doesn't make sense to me that that song came out in the late eighties. It seems like I know, right? It doesn't yeah. see. It seems like it's up. It's out of time. Like it. It should have came out in ninety six. Yeah. What about Chris Isaac? Wicked game. Mm. That's closer. Are we cusp- closer? Am I cusping? You're like yeah. You're you're at the tip. You're just a tip right now. <laughs> Yacht rock has like no. You haven't rock. really penetrated the genre yet. Sorry. I'm trying to pick my favorite. That's why I'm asking you. What's your What's your second? Gordon favorite? Lightfoot. If you could read my mind. Yeah, he's on the list. Cool, Definitely. that's my favorite. Anything by Michael McDonald is probably Yacht Rock. Yeah. Um, that th- Gordon Lightfoot song is terrific. Which one? What? If wh- you could read my mind. Oh, that song is definitely. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's my numero uno. Can you sing it? If you could read my mind, something. Girl, girl. person. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we nailed it, by the way. <laughs> it's a good thing we rehearsed that before the show. Um. What was it like for you guys sitting in different spots, being outside, having firework mortars go off in the background? Did it throw you off at all? I was really nervous about what it was going to be like, honestly, because we've been doing the same thing for so long that to even like for me to even sit on this part of this would ruin the show. Yeah. Like if we switch seats on the couch, imagine I sat on the right side, you sat on the left. It'd be so weird. We should try that one day. No. Don't do it. The show will tank, I think. The funniest part of the setup was literally if I turned my chair to the right right now, that's how we were sitting at the barbecue. So like you guys were exactly the same. Oh, for you. Yeah. Your your view, your vantage point was the same. The only difference is we like right now we're in an L shape. If you can imagine that. Yeah. We were facing each other. Like I was facing you two. Yeah. It was more like. It was almost like you guys were interviewing me. Yes. It was like me and Jones were detectives trying to yes, you were, force a confession yes. out of you. That, that was the setup uh, last week. Uh, my and own, you did a desk pop to try and make me crack, and it didn't yeah, work. Yeah, it didn't work. You were sweating, though, under the hot lights. Um, the only thing that, that was throwing me off a little is, so the seat I was sitting in, I guess it rained the day before, whatever, so it was like the water from, that was like built up was like hidden in some crevice of the seat, so it started dripping. And it was dripping all over the wires, and I was sta- <laughs> so I was just standing in like a puddle with wires, just thinking to myself like, "Okay, this might end my life right now. Like, this might be the end of Pomp if I get electrocuted while podcasting." That's like a cool slash embarrassing way to go. I mean, it would be so fitting though. Like, if I die doing the thing I love, I mean, I love the- I love this podcast more than any other activity outside of obviously you know you know family and stuff. I mean, there's literally not any other thing that I would opt to do straight after a full night of work and no sleep in between yeah you did the night you're you, you, you i don't care i like this what time did you go into work last night seven so you worked from 7 p.m got home like eight ish this morning and uh what did you do from 8 a.m to took you know took the dogs out just hung out checked my fantasy baseball team just kind of tried to not lay down because i would have fallen asleep yeah and then we'd have to hunt you down that's crazy. You're I ate, I ate like six animal crackers. You sound very spry for a guy who hasn't slept yet. My voice is a little shoddy. I feel like it's like, I don't know. Whenever I don't get enough sleep, my voice feels like it's going. 
yeah, you know, girls like it. Chicks I, dig I, it. I, yeah, I guess Chicks it, dig the it gravel. Adds a little something cool to it. My voice is perpetually raspy, so every new person who meets me, it happens every single time. Within the first week of meeting me, they ask me if I'm coming down with something. <laughs> They're always like, hey, your voice sounds a little coarse. Are you, uh, you coming down with a cold? I'm like, nope, that's just my voice. This is my dad chained smoke parliament lights <laughs> and did not open the car windows while doing it. So this is what happens. The best. So what happens when you uh, get secondhand smoke. So um, I think that we need to make a habit of doing those live outdoor shows and then do it in a, in a venue where there's it really was a lot of fun ahead. too. Like aside from the mosquito bites on my ankles and forearms, like it was a lot of fun. So much fun. And um, you know, the people there were being very respectful to not make any noise during it. But I think like next time we should be like, guys, you, you could like you could yell at us. You could interrupt. Yeah. They like, they were quiet laughing, like not making noise while laughing at the table next to us. But like, I guess we should have, we, we didn't make it clear. That was the problem. Yeah. Cause they basically, instead of it being like a true live show, it was like a record. It was like a regular show. With Indian spices. <laughs> with Indian spices. <laughs> but like, no, it's just like a regular show, but outside. Like we didn't interact with them because I think that they didn't, they didn't, they thought they were supposed to just like be, be a quiet, quiet observers. 100% on us. Yeah. It's, no, yeah we yeah. never said like, you guys can just like laugh and like do what you want. Like it's fine. Yeah. Which we should have said, but going forward now, you all know. Well, now we're learning, right? You know, test and learn, test and learn. Speaking of test and learn, we're actually going to be uh, debuting uh, a spinoff podcast. It's going to be part of the DFD feed. That's the rumor, my guy. Yeah. Should we tell them about it now or should we just let them find out on their own? Yeah, let's tell them. Okay. So we... Or else going to be like, what the hell is this thing coming out in the middle of the week? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do going forward is we're going to keep the dinner for dessert you know, we're going to call this like the flagship show, like the, the classic dinner for dessert show where we have, you know, recommendations, feedback loop, uh, ask us anything. And we're going to supplement it with a midweek shorter show. That's going to be like a 20 to 30 minute episode. That's going to be a deep dive on a specific topic. So we're going to start out with deep dive reviews of movies and TV shows uh, but we're leaving the door open for it to evolve into a deep dive into anything. And so Could be musical albums. We're also going to ask for input on your end. Yeah. Like if there's something that you want us to deep dive, we gladly will. Yeah. And our deep dives will be spoilers, right? Like we're going to talk about how things end. So just, you know, that's a for that's a, that's a warning for you. Spoiler alert for you guys. We will put the thing that we're deep diving though in the title. So you know, if it's something you want spoiled or not. Yeah. And, we know that that show is going to be, you know, more of a, a pick and choose type of show where like, you're not going to, some of the episodes you're going to be like, I don't care about that. I don't care about that topic and I'm going to skip it. And that's totally fine. It's really designed to give us a um, full kind of focused episode purely on one topic so that, you know, you can kind of choose your own adventure when you scroll through our feed. It's going to be part of the, regular dinner for dessert feed. We're not going to create another podcast, um, but it's going to be titled differently. It's not going to be like episode 81. It's going to be just deep dive. And then the name of the topic, um, or it might be DF deep dive. We have to decide what we're going to name it. DF deep dive is pretty good stuff. Yeah. And 
it's going to be a big test and learn, just like how we started Dinner for Dessert, you know, when we rebooted. We're going to ask you guys to help us make it better. We have no idea what we're doing. We're going to actually record it after we record this one, and we have no plan. We're just going to see what, what, what comes out. And so our first episode, probably not going to be great, but we're going to find out. Are we going to take feedback about that show on this show? Um, we probably should do it on this I think, show. I think we should. Because those shows... I don't want to do it on that show. I'm just saying, are we just going to keep that internal? We might keep it internal or talk about it here if it, if it has crossover value. But mm-hmm. I think the point of that show is like, you, we, it's it's all it's like meat and potatoes. There's no there's no side dish. There's no appetizer. There's no dessert. It's just like straight to the point. Whereas this show is much more just open ended. So talking about feedback from the previous show on that show will just cut into the time that we're not talking about the. Topic. Oh, I don't mean feedback on the topic. I mean feedback on the show itself. Like if somebody maybe has an idea for us for that show on how we can make it a little better or maybe something we're not doing to our best ability. If it's feedback on how to make the show better, I think we talk about it on this show. Yeah. I should have been more clear on that. No, that's what I, that's how I I read it. But like if someone gives us feedback on the movie that we're deep diving, then we can bring, we'll, we'll talk about it on that show. Word. I like it. Jones, you excited for the, for the deep dive shows? I am very excited. Are, are you down for a concept that I've been thinking about? I haven't talked, I haven't mentioned it out loud yet, where each of us rotate on who picks the deep dive topic and that that person kind of leads the, leads the episode. I, I'm cool whatever we decide. Are you cool with that? I like that idea a ton because what's going to end up happening, well, what happens with what we're going to talk about today I think might happen more often than not, and I think it's going to work out well. It's going to be something that you guys have seen or heard or watched that I haven't seen. So you're going to have like a like a wildly different opinion. Like I'm going to have to view things from the point of view of like I'm just seeing it now. I didn't watch it in the 80s or 90s or 2000s whenever that thing came out. Yeah, and and the good thing about that is it definitely changes your perspective when you have a nostalgia attachment to something. Like, if you watch, you know, we watched Dumb and Dumber, for example, when we were kids. So when you're 12 years old, 13 years old, like, you know, those jokes are hilarious. But if you take, you know, a 25-year-old right now who's never seen it and say, watch Dumb and Dumber and tell me it's not the best movie ever. They'll probably hate it. They'll be like, this movie's stupid. I can't believe you think this is funny. Well, you guys are also going to find out how few things I've seen because I've never seen that movie. The best part of having you on this podcast, Jones, it's a, 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 it's a, it, a show about pop culture and you are the most unpop culture person I know. <laughs> You're anti-pop. You're anti-pop culture, whatever that's called. I don't know. Against the grain. By the way, I'm sitting uh, talk show host style again. Sure. Yeah, but now this time I'm wearing really short shorts, so it's like... The the nutless leg cross? Yeah, it's a little provocative right now. I'm tucking. I'm definitely tucking. Friar tuck. I wouldn't say that I'm like (laughs) anti-pop stuff. It just doesn't seem to like cross my field of view, like vision. Kind of sounded like you said anti-pump. It did sound like anti-pump. Wow, all right. This is getting getting, uh, personal. It's getting personal. This is a vicious attack right now. So I'm not anti-pump either. Thank God. It'll be awkward for the show. Um, so 
I'm excited for what you choose for us to deep dive because it's going to be stuff that me and Eric are going to be like, what the I'm, hell? I'm also probably not going to try to troll you guys. Like, I you, wouldn't make you watch that movie Rubber. Like, I, I've, I've but asked we you, did. Yeah. You did make us watch Rubber already. No, but I didn't, I didn't, like, make you do that. I just kept saying it until you guys watched it. Uh, you know, they should make a Rubber too and just call it Rubbers. And it's, <laughs> it's about how that tire got melted down and turned into condoms. And it was sentient, con- sentient con- condoms. Is that a thing? It could be. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Jones made us watch this crazy, crazy movie that when I just say the description, it's going to sound nuts. It's a movie where a tire, like a car tire, becomes sentient and starts killing people. Like a tire. It just rolls around. It just rolls like a, like a tire. And then it uses, I guess, the telekinesis to make people explode. It's and it's stu- like a movie in a movie, right? Yeah, there's all kinds of things happening. <laughs> there's like people in the movie that are there to watch the movie. Yeah, it is. Like you're watching them watching a movie. It is. It is the movie equivalent of when we did the original DFD yes. format. It yes. is so off the wall <laughs> that you like kind of have to keep watching just because yeah. it's like a I made it wreck. to the end. You watched the whole thing? Of course. I didn't. Did the tire win? I'm assuming the tire wins. There's not even a tire by the end of the movie. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, You should make that your recommendation for this week. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't. No one should ever watch Rubber, ever. But you should watch Rubbers too, about sentient condoms. (laughs) Electric boogaloo. (laughs) No, I think my picks will be like things where I'm like, you might have seen it, you might not have. I'm not going to go left field with anything, I don't think. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I know this audience isn't going to want to listen to Frank Zappa. So I'm going to pick the, my favorite Frank Zappa album. I wouldn't do that. Fun fact about Frank Zappa. His, Is there one? <laughs> kind of, I guess. He has, his daughter was, they, he wrote this song called Valley Girl. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. And the whole song, is just like, it's just like rock, rock song music. But like, it's just his daughter improv making fun of Valley Girls and what their accent sounds like and how they talk. Because I guess they weren't from the Valley and they moved there, I guess, when he got famous. So this girl had to like grow up with all these like all these kids who have that like oh my god as if like you know gag me with a spoon all those kind of things and that is what like made that accent and that style of talking like get huge so she like accidentally like created that that type of person isn't that crazy that's that's my story for the day do you hear um a weed whacker right now um, i might have it's either a weed whacker or my laptop's about to explode i don't know i thought it was your kids playing with something downstairs it's possible maybe they're playing with that weed whacker i got them <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because like there's not a lot of grass here <laughs> yeah my whole backyard's fake grass so that's a weird a weird uh present but thank you appreciate the, the once it's gone it's gone yeah <laughs> it's true no growing back yeah oh man Rest in peace, turf. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys. Just, oh, there you go, Jones. Quit the show once per episode. All right, so we have uh, two segments tonight. We're gonna do feedback loop and, and recommendations. No, ask us anything this week. So um, you know, reserve your questions for next week. Yes, sir. You know, we'll build it up, so we'll have a nice, uh, a nice backlog. So let's uh, do the feedback loop. Eric, hit it. I was fit. 
Wow. We're, we're professionals. This first piece of feedback comes from Lucy. She says, actually, Haifong Sriracha is the only one in shortage, but it is the best. Second is Trader Joe's Sriracha, which is in shortage because of the floods. Not all chili peppers and most hot sauce is made with cayenne peppers anyways. I challenge all of you to a hot sauce competition. I will rock you all. I get around with hot sauces. I have so much to say. All right, let's break this down into its uh, component pieces. The first one is, are you? is she telling us that Hoi Fung, whatever, I don't know what it's called. How do you say it? Say it again. Hoi Fung. Hoi Fung has a special type of pepper that no other hot sauce uses. Is that what she's telling us? They use, a, like they have their own cultivated pepper. They might be having a problem with their supply. Okay. They, but don't, they, use, could, they don't use like a, a pepper that no one else has ever seen before. But they just make it in their own farm. And so now their farm is messed up because it's flooded. Yeah, it'd be like you having like, you know, your personal supply in the backyard here and your personal supply got destroyed, but you also happen to be the biggest sriracha maker. So, I mean, theoretically, they could just buy the peppers that they need from someone else and just, you know, to hold them over. But they don't want to, is it because they don't want to mess up their, their unique flavor? They might be doing that, but it also probably is causing some kind of delay. Okay. I mean, it's, you could probably get your own peppers way quicker than ordering that many. Yeah. All right, whatever. It takes a while to grow peppers, man. Like, and it and probably then, wasn't put in the budget to order out. Yeah. Like that sauce that I made for y'all, like that, those peppers took three months to grow. Damn. Like if there was a problem with my pepper supply, and I only have like six plants. So like if there was like a problem with five of the plants, I'd be like, well, no sauce. Like do squirrels eat peppers? Because um, yeah, it'd be do. funny to see them, you know, trying to like drink milk to make the burning go away. <laughs> um, okay. The thing is, sriracha is not that good anyway. So let it, let it be in short supply. Facts, boy. You know, it's better than sriracha. It's not really hot sauce, but it's, if you want to be on the, the, the hipster trend, this Japanese barbecue sauce. You ever had? So, we talked about this. It's so good. I ordered from that guy from his Kickstarter campaign. Did you? Oh, so oh, you're, yeah. you're an OG. You're oh, an OG yeah. Japanese barbecue And we've had sauce. it in our fridge since. It's so good. We put it on everything. The kids are obsessed with it. The kids put it on chicken every night. And they the dude on... is super nice. Nice people always win. You know when they say nice guys finish last? That's a lie. Total lie. That's said by the losers who are the jerks. <laughs> Just saying. What pepper makes the best hot sauce? Um, mm. What's in what's in uh, Tabasco? Is that cayenne? Yeah, I, I believe it's, it's cayenne. I think it's cayenne pepper. I'm gonna go with cayenne. It's got the most flavor. I think jalapeno is the is my least favorite. It's, it's it, my least favorite pepper. It's tied with bell for me. Oh wow, bell peppers. <laughs> uh, yeah, jalapeno is like boring. It's it's like and it's very tangy. So it, like it takes a lot of it overpowers things. I like habanero just because it's really it's hot. That's good. Um, but I also when I when I want to turn up the heat, I go ghost pepper. I like to party. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna make. So I know what my next sauce is gonna be. It's gonna be honey, garlic, and then some kind of pepper, right? Scotch and bonnet. I, see, Scotch that'll, bonnet, yeah, that'll that'll be hot. Scotch bonnet might be too hot, and that's my problem. Like I, I want to make a, a pepper that's like I want to make a sauce that's like peppery and flavorful, but not so hot that I can't like. I wouldn't like, I make a pretty big yield of sauce, right? The last batch I made was like 40 bottles. 
right? I don't want to give out like 35 bottles of something that's going to like destroy people. Fair enough. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go mid range, but you do want to put some heat on it because it is hot sauce. Like you don't want it to just be like sauce, right? So it's got to have some kick to it. Um, I would say go with, uh, I would go with cayenne then or chili, but don't seriously, please do not do jalapeno. I like jalapeno, but I don't, it's my least favorite and you know, just selfishly same Eric. I could hear your mustache on the mic. That was amazing. Your mustache wanted to say hi. I did a mouth exercise. Your mustache was like, who wants cream? Anyone? (laughs) Okay. No cream. (laughs) Um, okay. So let's break down the second part of her feedback. Lucy, I love you to death, but you just challenged the wrong people to a hot sauce eating competition. We have, um, basically asbestos tongues. We feel, we feel no flame. We feel no heat. Um, so you're on, uh, we're going to take you up on the competition and we are going to destroy you, but we love you, but you're going down, but you're also going down. Yeah. You're talking to three guys who, purposefully would put um 10 million scoville unit hot pepper extract into like salsa and just eat it with chips just for fun um and if you don't know what hot pepper extract is it is not made to be a hot sauce it is a food additive that they use at restaurants to put in like a huge pot of chili like if you call a place and you say oh can i get this and i want it hot or extra hot or whatever, like whatever level of spice, they use the extract to turn up the heat. It is not designed to be put like directly on food, like like on a single portion of food. Yet we do that. We have eaten um, ghost peppers. We've eaten, um, like, you know, oh, by the way, you know when hot sauce is, is the real deal, when it's purple. If you see purple hot sauce, run. If it's like bright red, you're going to be fine. If it's purple or brownish purple, like looks like barbecue sauce, then it's gonna then it's gonna knock your socks off, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, you're on. Oh, we've done the one chip challenge, but we each eat like two or three of them. <laughs> so we made it a three chip challenge. Like if we did that hot ones YouTube show, we would we would be fine. Oh, I'd clean the bones, and f- and full extra dab the final wing. Hell yeah. The hottest hot sauce that I've had in a while is actually Jones got it for me as a present. Do you remember what you got me? It was it was called Da Bomb D A. Yeah, I have my own bottle of that too. That's one of the hottest that's hot the, sauces that they and put that's on. That's the third to last. Yeah, that's not even the hottest one. No, there's two more after that. Yeah, Da Bomb is it, it 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 burns. Oh, I've I've tried, but like I'll put that on food like not as a dare. Like I just eat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if it was a competition. See, I don't love that level of heat, but unfortunately, if you back me into a corner and challenge me in a competition, I'm never going to let you beat me. Dude, can I tell you what I did with the, the bomb last year? So I had a block party, right? And uh, my brother Frank is there, and he's another guy. Like we like, we he, He's always game for a, a good dare, a good challenge. So I'm like, oh, I got this uh, hot sauce that Jones just got me. You want to try it? And he's like, yeah. So we like slathered it on pizza, like literally a film of the bomb hot sauce, one of the hottest hot sauces out there across the entire slice of pizza. So you, you could picture it, right? So it's sauce, cheese, the bomb, right? 
So I'm eating it, and halfway through the slice of pizza, it's hurting. Like it's like razor blades in my mouth. So while I'm eating the pizza, which is also just temperature hot, it was like it was it was stinging. Right. My um, niece walks over. She's 12 years old at the time, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she just like sticks her finger on it and like licks it. And I'm like, "You made a terrible mistake right there. Like you don't understand what we're doing right now." And she like freaked out on it, right? But was okay because she like drank milk and stuff and was okay. But then about 10 minutes later, she rubbed her eyes with her finger that she stuck in the bone. It was, it was a thing. It was a scene. She was crying, screaming. It looked like, it looked like she had just like gotten beaten up. Like, and like people at the block party were like looking over like, what the hell happened? And I felt very responsible. I felt very guilty. So I hate to laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's funny now because she's okay. She's recovered. I mean, it took a while. It took, you know, physical therapy and uh, regular therapy, but she's okay now. But if it, was that my fault? Did I, did I not, was I a bad uncle? Yeah, you should have, you shouldn't have let her, let it happen in the first place. She like swooped in. Like I wasn't paying attention. She just like stuck her finger and licked it before I could even like, did you have it down on the table? Now I was holding it. That's should, how it should that, have been higher. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. Whatever. It happens. So uh sorry, Olivia, if you're listening. And Lucy, you're on. Yeah, Lucy, I cannot wait. Cannot wait to uh beat you in a hot sauce hot sauce competition. What makes do you do, does Lucy have some like skill that we don't know? Like am I being too overconfident? I don't know. Well, we're gonna have to find out. Maybe she's like re- really good. Maybe the bomb will be fine for her. Well, I guess this is going to have to end with who's going to take a drop of it in the eyeball. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's like the boss round. I love it. All right. What else we got? Uh, next one comes from Jen Canzone. She says she finished Bupkis and based on a true story, I like them both a lot. Good recommendations. Eric, my mom hates Kaylee Cuoco too. And she says it's because she has baby eyes, whatever that means. She has baby eyes. <laughs> Yeah, she does look like maybe her parents drank while pregnant with her. That's possible. That's back-to-back weeks of uh, feedback of people agreeing with me, and that makes me happy. That's amazing. Can I just say something, though? Um, One, I love that people like Bupkis. I really, I was, like, nervous about that one. That was, like, a a nervous reco. But it's a really good show. It's got, I know I'm I'm, I'm backtracking I know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You don't have to resell. I know. Just Pesci. I will. Bobby Honestly, Cannavale, I forgot it existed. Brad Garrett, Edie Falco. It's a good, it's a good show. It's good. Good. All right, what else we got? Next piece comes from Professor Charles. He says, oh, I keep forgetting to chime in with the absolute worst song ever. The Joker by the Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller should be chloroformed, sealed in a cheap wooden coffin, and buried. <laughs> Can I just say something? I'm just happy that Charlie wrote in a real, <laughs> like real feedback and not a cutoff. Me one. too. Can I say something? I 100% agree. That I'm not, maybe I'm imagining this, but I think that someone else wrote into us in the last couple of weeks in like one of our group chats about hating that song as well. That song sucks and you put it on your summer mix and it like made me so angry. Can I explain myself? Can, can, I guess. <laughs> can I, you know how when you're making a playlist, Spotify gives you like recommendations on the bottom? To like add to it, I was getting 
recommendation happy and I was just hitting add to all of them. So I didn't like I didn't seek out the Joker. It you I still clicked, you still clicked add. I did. I got no excuse. I needed to, and you put Jimmy Buffett. Like I, there was a point like. I liked a lot of that mix, but man, there was a couple of songs. Like Cheeseburger and Paradise, why? Because uh, I try to cater to all different people. You know, when you're doing a playlist for, uh, you know, if there's going to be people in their 60s there, they love freaking Jimmy Buffet, you know? James Buffet. So whatever. All right. So I'm not perfect, right? No, none whatever. of us are. I just I, I expected better from you. That's all. I let you down. I blame myself. <laughs> Just with those couple of songs, though. Everything else was top tier. So, all right. So, if I remove Jimmy Buffett and I remove Steve Miller Band. That bumps it up like a full letter grade. <laughs> okay. So, I go from like a D to a C? I'll go to a C plus to a B plus. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, I, I started the playlist with Up in the Club. I feel like that gives me bonus points. I know. And you, you kind of peaked early. I peaked early and then I fizzled. All right. Whatever. Okay. What else we got? Mike P says that was awesome. Let, thanks for letting us get a peek behind the curtain. Oh yeah. Oh this. Okay. So this is a someone who was at the at the live show in person. Um, yeah. No. Thanks for peeking behind the curtain. Thanks for caring enough to see yeah, how definitely. it goes behind the curtain. But uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's cool for people to see how we do the show, and um, also probably it's shocking to them how little we uh, prepare. <laughs> but. uh yeah, it was awesome. Didn't he give you more feedback than that? Yeah, he said um, he knows that what we do is like a difficult thing, and he's he he's always like so impressed in how we make it look so simple. Yeah. Well, thank you. We practiced. <laughs> Did no, we? No, no. That's the problem. We should probably imagine how good we'd be if we tried harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? This one comes from Rich D. So funny story. <laughs> the wine company that I'm going to work for owns 19 crimes. That's the Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart wines. Oh, my God. So the the wines that were at the barbecue last week yes. are sold by our, our friend and listener, Rich. That's amazing. That's pretty wild. That's great. The beer shop you guys spoke about is the tits. I live like five minutes from there. They have beer and cheese tastings. Yeah. Since we talked about that place, again, I'm going to give them a shout out to those who live on Long Island. Beer & Co. in Wontaw. It's like it's kind of hidden away in a random shopping but center. But you see the, the mural that says Beer & Co. on the wall on Wontaw Avenue. Yeah, so you can, it's easy to find, but you got to kind of go down into the parking lot to find it. If you place. see Boston Croakers, it's right, right next to it. Yeah, that place really or was Boss great. Boston Croakers. I don't know if there's an and in the middle there. There's no and. Cool. It's just Boss Croakers, guys. <laughs> okay. Also, if you like Stingers from Rockville Center, Boss Croakers is like they picked it up and moved it there. Boss Croakers is is like it, a good Irish dive bar that has wings. No, I'm talking like you walk in the door and you look like you feel like you're in Stingers. Like it looks physically similar to that bar. That's okay. pretty sweet. For those who have no idea what we're talking about, Stingers was a bar in um, like close to our neighborhood, right next to our rec- uh, rehearsal studio that we absolutely loved. It was like a Good old-fashioned Irish bar. It had a pool table, dartboard. Yeah, great. Some of the best buffalo wings yeah. ever. And we would go in there before or after band practice, and always just have wings and a pint or two before we split. And the bartender Liz is awesome. Incredible she, human. She's like, could somehow pulls off being simultaneously like one of the guys, but also motherly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't know how she pulls it off, but like she's like. 
she's a timeless person. Like she can shape shift into being like a, a, a you know a wise motherly um, barkeep. Yeah, she would give us like advice on things if we yeah. needed it, but then she would like toast us and like shoot and then lemon shots. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's best. Oh, she's yeah. still the best. I think she she still uh, I think she still bartends somewhere. We gotta find her. R.I.P. in paradise to Liz. <laughs> Rip it, dip it, repeat. <laughs> it's a new one. Next one comes from Sean. He's watching Silo. It's good. Watching from next. That was um, Sean's not a big texter. I, I was gonna <laughs> like, say like we text a lot, but those were those were actually like two different texts I got from him. So I figured I'd throw them in. I mean, the man's a poet. <laughs> <laughs> watching Silo. It's good. <laughs> no, Silo is great, man. I like it. It's a slow burn, though. It's a, it doesn't it it, it it takes a while to to really get into because it's it, it it moves slow but it's great this comes from james he was also at the last barbecue show he refused to listen to that show for a while he was bummed that he had to leave because of his kid doing a number three. <laughs> oh, we invented that on the show did we say that on the air or off the air on oh okay yeah number three is puking so you know now so his kid was he had to leave like right before the, the show started we literally sat down in the seats put our headphones on and he's like oh crap i gotta go like oh you, you gotta miss the main event but you know nature called the last piece here comes from Catherine from east rockaway she sent us a picture of four <laughs> drinks that were all on the old limburg diner menu yes we were talking about those silly random like 1950s cocktails that nobody orders anymore that were always on the diner menus back in the day. And she actually found a picture of them. So Eric, you want to read some of them? Sure. So we have the first one is a Singapore sling, which is gin, orange juice, lime juice, grenadine, club soda, and an orange flag. What's an orange flag? I was a bartender for like eight years. I have no idea what an orange flag is. It's like a slice of orange. With oh, a it's a wedge. It's an orange wedge. It's an orange wedge. I guess it's called flag in the industry. That's a lie. Uh, next up is a Bahama Mama. That was my nickname in high school. I know. It's a good <laughs> one. It was in the yearbook. Light rum, Malibu rum, orange juice, pineapple juice, and a pineapple flag. Huh. They said flag again? Yeah. Do you know in South Dakota they say flag instead of flag? That's weird. And they say leg. I broke my leg. <laughs> How do you know that? Because uh, I used to work with a woman from South Dakota. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and fair she, enough. the first time she, we were talking about something at work and she's like, oh, we put a flag on the account. I'm like, what's a flag? Like dead serious. Like I was like, that's a new like technology term that I'm not up to date on. I have to take some more courses on, on, on you know, technology. I'm like, is it AI or something? She's like, no, a flag, you know, like a feature flag. I'm like, I'm not, I don't know what you're saying right now. And she's like, F-L-A-G, flag. I was like, oh, flag. Oh, oh, I get it now. So, well, South, both South of those Dakota. drinks sound delicious. I drink very them both. summery. This one, I have a problem with the name. It's called an Alabama Slammer. It doesn't I, rhyme. I feel like it should be an Alabama Slammer. Or Alabama Slammer. Alabama. Which is vodka, Southern Comfort, Amaretto. OJ, grenadine, and one maraschino cherry. That's too many ingredients. It's a lot of ingredients. Like if someone ordered that when I was a bartender, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, dude, that's going to take me way long for a crappy drink. Yeah. Like it can't be that good. Can you read it again? What was it again? That uh, it is vodka, Southern Comfort, Amaretto, 
orange juice, grenadine, and a maraschino cherry. Does it really need so- Soco and um, amaretto? I feel like that's like too many sweet, sweet things in there. Know, and man. then you're putting orange. That's too sweet. It's very sweet. <laughs> you didn't say the grenadine, which is like literally syrup. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> grenadine. <laughs> Damn it. And the cherry. <laughs> ah, and boy. then we have the last one, a blue Hawaiian. It looks delicious. It's Malibu, blue curacao, pineapple juice, lime juice, and one orange flag. Or flag. <laughs> flag. Orange Depending flag. on where you're from. Yeah, orange flag for the South Dakotans in the audience. <laughs> All right, blue Hawaiian. Kind of sums up Le- Jones's last trip there. <laughs> get you it. Know, the, the first alcohol that I ever drank was <laughs> yes, blue get it. Okay, curacao. Sure. Oh, I got it. <laughs> you drank it alone? Yeah. What did you drink? Uh, the blue stuff from the blue Hawaiian. Just the curacao by itself? Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to do that. What did it taste like? Syrup? I don't recall. Probably tastes like bitter syrup. It was, would be my guess. I have no idea, though. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys want to just buy all the random liqueurs, like the uh, like the adders? Like not, they're never like the core <laughs> liquor, and just drink them all on the rocks? We'll die. That sounds, yeah. like, that we'll sounds just, like my actual liquor cabinet. Yeah, we'll have like a <laughs> Chambor on the rocks. Some frangelico on the rocks. Well, we might as well mix them together and make a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah, make a peanut butter and jelly shots. Yeah, um, we could do um, triple sec on the rocks. Oh, what do you even do with that? I don't know. Makes a margarita. Well, yeah. Uh, what's a margarita? Tequila. <laughs> yeah, Cointreau and triple sec. Cointreau. Well, Cointreau is triple sec. Yeah. So you don't need them both. Need them both. It's like before I let it go, but I'm going to bring it up because you just did that one. You said. You know, there's going to be things that I've watched, listened to, or seen <laughs> that, you know, like, oh, yeah, you watched them and s- saw them. But uh, I let it go. So I'm not going to bring it up on the air. Should I but just what if it was like a, like a car he saw? He saw it and watched it? I was going to make you guys go to a museum and look at a painting. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Okay. Fair. 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 You win. Check out this statue, y'all. <laughs> Oh, we should do an art podcast. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the what's the hell was that feedback loop? That was it. That's everything. That's the feedback loop. I think the Lucy had a recommendation for us. She did. What was it? She would like us to watch the Jelly Roll documentary. No, I believe it's on Hulu. No, I'll pass. I'll stay. I'm just kidding. I don't know what that. What it, is it about? What's it about? The musician Jelly Roll. There's a musician called Jelly Roll. Yes, I swear I'm not. He's a big, to, he's, a big, is, he's a big fellow like myself. He's tatted up, does a little rap, does a little singing. So he's like Action Bronson. Yes, but he's more talented. Okay, he doesn't it, just rap. His name's Jelly Roll. He borders like the country genre. Okay, like country thug, like like Bubba Sparks. Uh genre not not, not musically, like just persona. Not as, I don't think he's as, he might actually be more of an act, like legit thug, but doesn't act like Bubba Sparks thuggy. Does that make sense to you? It does. Bubba Sparks was like all in on like the deep south. Oh yeah. Like, I think he had like a grill, right? Like his teeth are all gold or whatever. Jelly Roll had a grill too. Oh. I think Jones should get a grill. I think you're thinking Paul Wall, not Bubba Sparks. I don't think Bubba Sparks had a grill. Uh, whatever just mush them all together in my brain you know what bothers me is how jack harlow is like a little dicky ripoff but is like doing better does that bother you 
I mean, he doesn't have a hit show with a fourth season coming out. Yeah, but he's like, uh, musically, I think he's... It's also because Dickie put music on the back burner for the show. Yeah. But When uh, Dickie does drop an album, it's going to blow everything Harlow's done out of the water. He's so freaking good. Yeah. That oh that that'll be my another recommendation. Not Dave the show because I think we already recommended it, but just Little Dicky's music. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. He's like the Weird Al Yankovic of rap music, and I, and I love it. What would you guys do if there was a feature on his next album from DJ Doc Lewis? Uh, you and, if, and Xavier Top Floor. <laughs> Xavier, <laughs> yes. Forgot about Xavier Top Floor. Good job, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my god. For those uh, new to the podcast. Um, we had a, a bot problem where we were getting spammed a lot where every time we posted something on Instagram, you know, like a, you know, ask us anything, we would get a comment from this account called Xavier Top Floor and it would just say, good job, 100% every time. <laughs> I and think Jones actually made a, uh, like an album, like a, what do you call it? Like a production piece. Of Xavier Xavier Top Floor's new album that was yeah. coming out. So now one of Jones's thirty-seven aliases is Xavier Top Floor, and he's a rap artist that makes some of the worst rap music of all time. Oh my god! The next DJ Doc Lewis track is going to have a cameo from Xavier yes, Top Floor. Dude, yes. We should end the show this week, and I'll just put it at the end. Could I just put? You it have it? Oh yeah, the production piece from oh, Xavier. I haven't oh, heard course. it since that episode. Yeah, I'll put it at the end. You guys want? Yeah, yes. definitely. All right, so for those listening, if you want to hear Xavier Top Floor, I will warn you, it is atrocious. The production piece is fantastic. It's it. He, <laughs> Jones nailed what he wanted to nail, which is making a bad rap song. It's not even rap. I don't even know what it is. It's Good more, job, 100%. It's more like, it sounds more like like ring entrance music for a boxer than, <laughs> than, than an actual full song. Uh, to me, it's Little John. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> All right. That's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's, That's good. good stuff. It's good. All right. So we got one more uh, segment. This is recommendation. Ooh, I like this song. I love this one. All right. Eric, hit it. Saying that, definitely drink a Bahama Mama while he was doing it. <laughs> totally. Or just blue Curacao alone out of the bottle. Like in a very small glass. Like a little um, a teacup. Like a little baby teacup. I was thinking more like an espresso cup. A, 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 an espresso-sized teacup. I just made that up. That's not real. Maybe it is. Are you, are you stonewalling me right now? No, I'm making this face. <laughs> is this, is this a, are we going to keep this in the show? Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. We don't edit. <laughs> you know what? I got, like, I got like super dressed up to sing that that day. Did you wear a tuxedo? Uh, no, I I wore a a, a very nice suit that I have. Did you? He ha- wore the tuxedo smock from senior picture day in high school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's like a hospital gown, but it's a tuxedo at the same time. I just I whenever I think of you doing that 
like recording that song, I picture you, yeah, in a suit, uh, drinking like a scotch out of a nice rocks glass and smoking a cigarette off a stem. You know, like the stem. Oh, I know exactly because I picture the same thing. Yeah. That's awesome. We need to. Can we make a music video of the recommendation oh, God, song? That'd be so good, dude. <laughs> it's so got. Good. It's got to have a lot of those crossfades where you're you're on the screen twice at the same time. Yes. It's like you facing forward singing it, but also you facing sideways singing it. But it's like half translucent. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the video you'd make at adventure, uh, great Adve- uh, adventure, and a great adventure when you used to make the music videos. Yes. Oh, John Mayer made a music video from his like two albums ago in that Adventureland thing. Did he really? His whole music video was that. It's hilarious. Can we do this, Jones? Would you be down for me and Eric being directors of a music video that only stars you? Yeah, that'd be great. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like you realize like you may think this is like an on-air thing, but like the second we stop recording, I'd be like, okay, so next week, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like make sure you get your suit dry no, cleaned. No, I'm, I'm 100% in for that. That'd be great. I think we could pull it off. Like just with our iPhones and some, uh, we have, we both have, me and Eric have Final Cut Pro. We can yeah, make it we happen. we both bought it. It's uh, completely yeah. legit. We got it. We bought it legally, um, <laughs> FBI. Uh, we did not use any torrent site like Pirate Bay or anything like that because that would be not only illegal, but unethical and just against the moral standards that we have here at Dinner for Dessert. And so, that's, for me, that's for the birds. <laughs> yeah, we like to pay for our goods and services because we're good, upright citizens. I stole it. You stole it. So did I. Of course we did. <laughs> of course we stole it. Come on. <laughs> what does this look like? A Holiday Inn Express? <laughs> we can't afford that stuff. Final Cut Pro is like a... What, 500 bucks? I don't know. I don't know because we didn't buy it, so we have no idea how much it costs. I hate to tell you guys that I bought it and I could have given it to you. Oh. Whatever. That wasn't as fun, dude. Yeah, it's not as fun. It's so much more fun when you steal it. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Recommendations. Eric, you you go first. <laughs> you were going to say hit it. Hit it. Eric, hit it. Imagine it. Eric, hit it. You're like, uh, hit what? Like, oh, uh, <laughs> sh- sh- crap. So uh, I watched, there's a new stand up special on Netflix from Tom Segura called Sledgehammer. And I watched it, and it was hilarious. So good. I watched it, too. There was a lot, a lot of laughing out loud. A lot of LOLing. Between me and my buddy Anthony, we watched it together, and it was awesome. It's funny. It was my recommendation, too. Um, It's so good. I love all comedy. I love all stand-up specials. I watch all of them, even the bad ones. Um, But Segura... I think he's the best comedian out there right yeah, now. See, Him I, and Bill Burr are top two. In my I opinion. don't watch everything like you do. I watch the the guys I know that I like. Yeah. So I I had high expectations for this, and it absolutely delivered. To yeah, to me, Bill Burr is probably number one. Segura is a very close second. Segura's low key delivery is what puts him like top of the heap for me. Yeah. Uh, he like yeah his. His like his whole like vibe. It's hard to explain. I, I guess it's his delivery. Yeah, but like, um, he just crushes it in this. In this. In this. It was one. really good. It was over. It was like an hour long, and I felt like it was four minutes. That is when you know it's a good special. When you're like, that's it. It's over already. And like, I knew it was coming. I knew like the final joke. I knew like it was yeah. heading to the end, and I started getting bummed. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I know. I see where this is going, and it's gonna be the end of the goddamn special. Oh, it's so good. Oh, he's he's great. Um, yeah, that's a great recommendation. Everyone should definitely watch that. Hundred percent. So, my recommendation this week, 
so there's a couple of things going on right now. One is um, we've basically reached the end of the internet, and I think we've watched everything. <laughs> so I've been going back and just like rewatching stuff from back in the day, like all different from all different points in time, and. Uh, I'm purposely like seeking out stuff that I'm like, oh man, I haven't watched that movie in forever. And two nights ago, I watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And I'm recommending that everyone go watch it again. Most people, I, I would assume most people have already seen it. Because it shocked me how well it holds up. It's still like, it's still as good as I remember it. It was not like a nostalgia thing where I was like, oh, this was probably good because I was 10 when it came out. It's very good. And uh, uh, I think you'll enjoy watching it at, at this point in, in life. It's it, it hits a little bit different when you're, you know, older. There was a short period of time where the streaming services weren't streaming movies in 4K, but I had a 4K TV. So I had a Blu-ray player, and this was one of the first movies I bought. Like one of those UHD 4K movie prints of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And it came with like all the stuff. It was like six discs of extra stuff. But the actual movie, like, I can't believe that like all the CGI stands up, all the practical effects stand up. Like, it looks like it was made yesterday. It really does. The CGI is way ahead of its time. Like, unbelievable how how they pull it off. Um, in stark contrast to the first Terminator, which like it feels like CGI, you know, like the first Terminator is like super low budge compared to this. But uh, the only thing that threw me off in the whole movie is that John Connor is supposed to be 10 years old in that movie. 10. Like, I don't know. 10. 10. 10. Like, he's riding motors. He's like riding dirt bikes around town. Like, do 10 year olds ride dirt bikes and listen to you know, use your illusions too on a boombox with their friend Budnick. When you hang out with Bobby Budnick, yeah, yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, and like he's like breaking, he's like hacking into ATMs, stealing money. I'm like, damn, ten years old. So I looked it up. I actually looked up Edward Furlong because I was like, was he really ten? Because he doesn't seem ten. He was actually thirteen when he filmed it, which is still super young. Yeah, I still actually thought he was older than that. So that's pretty crazy too. Yeah, thirteen was still shocking to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's wild. But anyway, that's my recommendation for the week is go back and, and watch Terminator 2 again. And then... Hold on. Before you go to your next one, um, did you ever watch The League, the, the TV show about the fantasy football? Yes. John LaJoy, who plays Taco on that, his band is called Wolfie's Just Fine. Wow. That's <laughs> so a great I just name. to throw that out there on your, on your a, T2. That's a great quick fact right there. I like it. Um, my, other, my other two recommendations are food. Um, because we talked about them off air and I was like, you know what? We got to talk about them on the air. The first is, I'm going to throw this out there, pierogies. Pierogies are the most underrated delicacy out there. And for those who are planning, you know, backyard barbecues, cookouts, whatever you call them. Uh, and you're thinking, how do I add a little, you know, a little, uh, whimsy to my barbecue, a little pizzazz, a little pizzazz. you know, everyone knows you're going to make hot dogs, hamburgers. You think, that people are going to be blown away by your skirt steak, but everyone makes skirt steak on their barbecues, so you're not going to blow anyone away. It's still top tier. It's top tier. It's delicious. Don't get me wrong. Not everyone does a skirt steak, my guy. I just, I'm going to say this. My point is this. To maximize entertainment value in anything in life, whether it's you're hosting a barbecue, 
you're making a playlist, uh, you're doing a podcast, you got to add a little whimsy. A little whimsy. A little like, oh, I didn't expect that. And cook up some pierogies on your grill and put them out as like a, you know, while you're making your hot dogs and your hamburgers and tell me that people don't go, oh, pierogies. That's, that's different. And uh, they're delicious. They are. That actually came up in conversation because there's a new, there's a pierogi place in Belmore. Um, great food we had it the other night for dinner and it was so good and I was just recommending it to Jones not knowing that you had them at your barbecue and threw them out as apps. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a hit. They got, cr- like I, I made, I was only planning on making like two boxes of them. I bought like four boxes. I was like, the other two are for myself. And I ended up making all four boxes. Yeah, of because course they, they were. They, they they flew off the plate. Who doesn't like a pierogi? I mean, it is it is universally loved delicacy that nobody ever thinks about. And you grilled them? I grilled them. That's crazy to me. It was tricky because like they're not, they weren't big, so like they could have yeah slipped through the cracks. You could probably do um, you could probably put some tin foil on the grill, but then you got to put a crap ton of like. Um, cooking spray or butter or something to keep them from sticking because they will stick to the to the foil but uh now i put them <laughs> right on the grill and then um my last one is chicken cutlets i think the world needs to talk about chicken cutlets more we were talking about um my mom used to always make chicken cutlets when we were kids and a thing that we did that i didn't realize was actually like a german inspired thing is we would always eat them by dipping them in applesauce and i never thought it was weird because it's all i knew but then i realized as i got older like no one does that uh but then i found out people do do that and they're called german people and polish as well the polish folk put they put their schnitzels and they put their certain foods in applesauces yeah it's good it's oh i'm i'm a big fan potato pancakes great with applesauce oh yeah for sure i'm always a fan of of complimenting a salty food with sweetness can we just take a moment to give a quick shout out to applesauce because even alone it's great applesauce and i always forget it exists yeah we should get a Mott's uh sponsorship for the show oh god that'd be so good this is dinner for dessert i'm your host pomp we're we're brought to you today by our great sponsors uh Mott's applesauce i think it'll, it'll work if my family is listening to this, they're probably laughing so hard because they know that my least favorite thing in the universe is applesauce. God, you suck. Oh, Jones, how are we friends? How is that possible? How do you eat but, applesauce? Like, how has our friendship survived for 20-something years and you don't like applesauce? Applesauce, coffee, and tomatoes are like the bane of my existence. The coffee thing throws me off, man. Yeah, I, I need that to, to live. Like... I know this is a weird thing to say, and I hope you don't mind that. You know, I love you unconditionally, Jonesy. But like, when I think of someone who doesn't drink coffee, I think that's like someone who's not a grown up yet. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there was another guy in our band at one point um, who also didn't drink coffee. He, he just only drank Jolt Colas he, and Surge. Yeah, he oh. drank like Surge Cola no, no, and I'm Mountain not, Dew. I'm not that guy. I'm like, grow up, dude. Drink coffee like a real man. Yeah, Count Chocula over here. Yeah, man, you drink coffee when you're growing up. You have bad coffee breath, and that's just how you roll. He is wearing a Peter Pan shirt over there. Oh, my God, he is wearing a Peter Pan shirt. Weird. Wait, can I see your shirt? I didn't even see it. I'm sorry. Nope. I'm so fly. I never land. 
I'm so fly, I never land. Wow. It's a really good shirt. That's a good shirt. Looks good on you, it's though. It's green, too. It's green. It's Peter Panny. I like it. All right, so Jones, what's your recommendation for the week? I would like to recommend the supermarket. Just anyone or specific? No, very specific. So my wife and I bought a house a couple months ago. And as anybody does when they move to a new area, they have to find their new supermarket, right? So there's a King Collin near us. That's like a local overpriced garbage supermarket. Everybody dislikes it, but they're everywhere, right? They Can we protest be- King Collin and just say, down with the monarchy? Yes. Yeah. They okay. used to be good because they used to be 24 hours, but now they're not. So now they're useless. They're just overpriced. Yeah, because honestly, shopping between midnight and 6 a.m. is a pleasure. Yeah, it's awesome. Can't do it anymore. From now on, they will be referred to as Cullen. They've lost their crown. They're just Cullen. Sorry. So there's a stop and shop north of me. That particular stop and shop is no good. I like the the, the supermarket chain, but this particular one is, is pretty crappy. So there's another one near me. It's called North Shore Farms. It's uh, fairly local to Long Island. They have nine locations around, and they are phenomenal. They're like, what are they uh, called again? I was I zoned out. <laughs> North Shore Farms. Oh yeah, North Shore Farms. Yeah, there there's a bunch around. They're like, uh, like for you guys, like we're all local to Limbrook when we were kids. It's imagine like Cross Island Fruits having a bunch of locations, and just being able to be like, oh, like they have like the freshest produce and all kinds of things you've never heard of or haven't seen in a while. Plus, like they they sell a bunch of things that are like made in the store. So they have a bakery section and everything that they sell is like made that day. They sell out of a lot of stuff because everybody in the area knows that it's really good. Uh, I just, I can't say enough good things about them. They're also like selfishly, they're probably the easiest to get to supermarket for me. Like I don't have to drive on any main road to get there. I like it. Yeah. They're really good. They have uh, locations. If I can bring them up, they have one in Comac, Glen Cove, Great Neck, Hop Hog, Mamaroneck, Mineola, North Belmore, Port Washington and Whitestone. Nice. All right. I like it. I, I, it, do you, do you shop at Trader Joe's too, by any chance? I would shop there more often if it weren't for North Shore Farms having a lot of similar things. <laughs> like, obviously not the same things because Trader Joe's has their own brands. But they, they sell very similar things. Trader Joe's has a clientele and parking lot that I just can't get down with. That, that's actually exactly why I, I, I posed the question because I think Trader Joe's is great, but I actually dread going to Trader Joe's because it just feels so, it's like anxiety inducing. I have this weird thing where I hate parking lots. I hate driving in parking lots. I feel like bad things always happen when you're driving in, a, in small parking lots. And Trader Joe's is definitely not American size parking lot. <laughs> You're it's, right. it's like made for like, I don't know, Switzerland where like everyone drives a mini Cooper. Yeah. Like it's we're America, man. We need bigger freaking parking spots. Like when my Kia Sportage is too big for the space, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. North shore farms though. I love it. Um, all right. That wraps up the show. Yeah. I felt good. I missed you guys. I missed you too. I think we should cuddle after <laughs> whatever. We'll do it after the other show, because if we cut all, I'm going to fall asleep and not do the other show. Oh, yeah. We got another show to record. I don't have to do it. Word. All right. I hope it's good. Yeah. If it's not, whatever. It's free, so can't complain. And now you guys get an extra week to build up better questions for next week so we can do and ask us anything. Word. Um, and uh, 
get your orders in to book us for your barbecues because it's going to go quick. Yeah, we're dead serious, by the way. We're not joking. Like, if you, if you would, wouldn't mind hosting us, we would love to come to your house and uh, do an episode. So, 100%. So, you know, just give us a buzz. Let us know. Like always, hit us up on the Instagram or through text message. Message. And uh, until next week, we love you guys. Bye. Peace.